Support the show that supports the scene. Patreon.com slash B-R-L-S-O-N. It's pretty much a dollar a show. Plus, I'll give you extra stuff, exclusive shows and content, and there are levels to this game as well, including a advertising package, which is cheaper than our normal one. So sign up and support the show that supports your scene. Patreon.com slash B-R-L, son. Peace, this is Nelson Dialect. You tuned into Beats, Rhymes and Lives. This is You're listening to BRL. Yeah, this is Ray. You're listening to BRL. What up? It's 360. Yeah, yeah. This is Nick Loopy from One Day Spit Syndicate. I'm Seth Century. You're on Beats, Rhymes and Life, and I endorse this product. Peace, family. This is El West the Lion on Beats, Rhymes and Life. Stay tuned. This is where hip hop lives. It is BRL, the podcast. Thanks to show sponsor, tune1.com.au. It is a beat station out of Perth, Western Australia. It's uh, collated by me, and there is plenty of great stuff on there. Heaps of good hip-hop programs, a whole bunch of uh, EDM kind of vibes, and I think it's a pretty goddamn good mix. I think I've got the mix just right. So tune1.com.au. That was the most arrogant of all time. However, let's go to something a lot less arrogant um, and a lot more sort of somber and intelligent. And it was this conversation with Brother Ali with a stark contrast to the uh, previous classic that we dropped, which was the Atmosphere interview, which was very silly. It was basically a 17-minute comedy bit. This was very intelligent. Nice, You know by Brother Ali... And his music that you're going to have to kind of bring it when you're having a chat to him. So I went hard on the research. Probably some of the questions are still too stupid for him, but he answered with a lot of grace. He's a humble, very intelligent man. So without any further ado, let's have a chat. In 2016 with Brother Ali on BRL, the podcast, another classic. It is Beats Rhymes Alive here on 89.7. Now, joining us on the phone is a gentleman that comes up a lot when it uh, happens to be a guest. This gentleman comes up all the time. We play a lot of Brother Ali whenever someone's in. He is your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. It is Brother Ali on Beats Rhymes Alive. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate it, man. Now, um, it is the seminal question in every important interview that I ever do. So, Brother Ali, how do you take your coffee? Oh, well, I'm, I take coffee very, very seriously. Oh, okay. And I like to get the most beautiful beans, and I like to grind them myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those people that, like, measure the – I weigh the coffee, I weigh the water. The, coffee, the water has to be a specific temperature. Um, I have multiple different ways of making coffee, so – I put a lot into the coffee and then I drink it black, plain. No, no, I don't add anything. No, no sugars, nothing. You just you brew it, and a coffee is a coffee. That's right. Oh right, I like that answer. I like that quite a bit. I am um, I'm I'm one of those people who can't make their own coffee to save their life. It's a, a brister and a couple of sugars for me. Um, but either way, you are coming for a big Australian tour with Atmosphere. You are here in Perth, March fourth. And uh, that's going to be at Metro City. Tickets available right now. Um, uh, are you glad to be returning to Australia, sir? Absolutely. Australia's always been a really uh, meaningful place for me. 
One, because when I was a kid, we, Australia was like a mythical place to us. Like it was like Timbuktu mm-hmm. or like, you know, we didn't even think that it was attainable for some reason. So performing music there has always been really meaningful, but also I performed in Australia uh, not the last time I was there, but the time before that was uh, Sean Price's last tour, and we toured together, um, you know, and him being a legendary MC who since then passed away. Rest in peace. That was a really special tour for me, and and it makes Australia, it just gives it that much more meaning. And I'm coming back now with dear friends of mine, Atmosphere, Mm. who I've made music with for probably 15 years. Um, and so it's, it's, it's means a lot. And I also, I really enjoy Perth as well. I like, we, I come from a small town, so I like small towns. Um, when was the last time you were in Perth though? Cause, um, Perth has gone from an, uh, a small town to an oversized small town, uh, with a, a now dead mining boom. <laughs> oh, I, man, I don't, I haven't experienced that. So that'll be a new one for me. Yeah, uh, but most of the cities are like that. Most of the small towns that I've been going to for years, mm. most of them um, have gone through some sort of boom. Mm. But they still have their soul. They still keep their soul. They still have the soul of a small town. Indeed. There you go. Brother Ali loves a bit of Perth. I love it. Um, now, um, you've been... So it's been quite a while between drinks for um, releases for yourself. Now, um, you've been away uh, sort of studying and learning. Um, could you let us know a little about that, please? Well, I always, um, you know, my music and my life are are bonded and binded, and I don't see them as separate. A music is part of my life. Mm-hmm. It's not just my career. Um, it's something that I do when I have something that I feel like I want to express and share. And so, you know, there are times where, and it also gives me freedom because, you know, I've, I've, I haven't become rich monetarily from making music. We're independent mm-hmm. uh, artists, you know, that do it with, you know, without a big record label push, but we are able to have a lot of freedom in our time. And so that's where my wealth is. And so I like to spend my time on things that matter to me. And so sometimes in between albums, I'll invest my time in something else for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I feel are, is connected. So, you know, there are times that I took time off from making music to become, to get more involved in community activism mm-hmm. and organizing um, and things like that. And the most recently, um, I've really tried to pursue uh, Islam mm-hmm. more seriously, but particularly the spiritual dimension of Islam, which is called Sufism. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the West, they call it Sufism. And it's the spiritual dimension of Islam, so dealing with the heart. How do I, what kind of heart do I want to have? How do I get all the things that are in the way, all the like, you know, the messy stuff in the heart where maybe if somebody else is successful, I feel jealous of them. How do I get rid of that? Mm. Do I have to be that person? Um, if I have difficulty, if somebody is, is difficult for me and they challenge me, can I still figure out a way to love them and care about them and, want, and wish them well? and help them and serve them and love them. And how do you do that? Is there a way to like strengthen the heart as a muscle? Um, and that's, that's been the objective of my study. And so that takes me around the world mm. and that has me sitting with amazing elders. And, um, you know, so, and, and so I just finished making a new album that will come out in the, in the months to come. Mm. And it's a lot about that. It's like, now I feel like I had something new to offer the world which is uh, a focus on tr- truth and a focus on beauty mm. and a focus on love 
and a focus on meaning. And um, not that I have the answers, but it's I am a seeker. Mm. And so just sharing the, the fact and the reality that those are things that we can seek out and that we don't have to have the... So if political activism is about saying we don't have to just leave this unjust world the way it is. Poor people don't have to suffer. Women don't have to just live in a culture that violates and doesn't respect them. Uh, you know, black and brown people don't have to be at the bottom of the totem pole. Uh, all of these things, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If political activism is saying the world doesn't have to be the way it is, I don't have to just leave it like that and just accept it. Spirituality says my heart doesn't have to just be like this. I can, my heart can be better than what it is. And so it's all connected, you know, um, and it's all connected. And, and music ties into that very well, as does poetry and dance and art and beauty in general is, is a spiritual reality. Science can't describe beauty, although you can use geometry, you can use measurement to make things well proportioned. But why it affects us the way it does uh, is a spiritual reality that exists in the heart. And so all that stuff. Uh, to me, is all one language. Music, activism, organizing, art, uh, spirituality, beauty, justice, all these things are connected to me in my, in my world. Indeed. So, um, on that sort of uh, view, it just makes me think of uh, the massive political changes in the US. Uh, everyone in the world knows what happened with that US election. Um, do you feel like that could uh, threaten uh, folks with your kind of pursuit, you know, like uh, people who want to have a good heart and that kind of thing. And um, it, it seems to be um, not a lot of that going on in the USA at the moment. It seems that there's a lot of division. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've always been a very, very divided culture. Um, I don't I don't think we're, we're very different from Australia in that way. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we're a society that... Um, we're the, you know, we're we're ruled by a, a small wealthy elite who do everything in their power to uh, make the people, make the common people fight against each other, and believe that we are the enemy, that we're each other's enemy. Um, and so, you know, there's been a big pushback. A lot of, uh, you know, people who are called white in these societies, uh, they used to be German or or. Scandinavian or Swedish or Irish or, uh, you know, but now they've all, they've all kind of done away with those things to be called white Americans or white Australians. Um, and, you know, they've been told their whole life that, that these countries are theirs by birthright. Mm. But that's ultimately not at the, at the core tenets of, those, of either one of these countries. They're supposed to be free countries that are open societies for everybody where anybody can come and pursue their life. Um, but there's always been uh, an unspoken agreement that if you do the dirty work of the elite, um, then we'll give you special privileges mm. by, by, the, by the virtue of being white. So even if you're poor, uh, you still, you'll still have certain luxuries that other people won't have. Not economic ones, but you'll still turn on the television and you'll see yourself in all the movies and the t- and, and the TV shows and you'll see yourself and all your leaders and you get to believe spiritually that you're the most beautiful and the most worthy. And now that those pictures are starting to change. And so people are realizing that they've done the bidding 
of the elite and they've done the dirty work of the elite. They did everything that they were told they were supposed to do, but now they're not, they never got rich and they don't have those kind of like psychic benefits of being white. They still do, but you know, but they have to share some of that. So, you know, we had a, a, a black president mm-hmm. um, and the cultural leaders are black and the, you know, so they're they're just experiencing some level of of uh, losing what they assume to be theirs, and that's very challenging for them, uh, and that's causing a lot of fear in them, and it's causing a, a uh, it's causing a, a identity crisis for them that they're struggling really hard with. Mm. Oh, that was the uh, word that and came so, to mind. Know, what, what 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 I'm hoping to offer this conversation is uh, talking about the the world of meaning and the world of beauty and talking about the technology of love and, and how it's done. Absolutely. Uh, very, very good words there, Mr. Ali. Now, uh, we do have, of course, your tour. You guys will be here very, very soon. Um, and uh, as you also mentioned, you have uh, a, a, a new album on the way. Uh, would you like to sort of uh, give maybe a little bit more information, maybe give us a little morsel of what uh, you know, it's going to be? Um, well, I haven't been able to, I haven't really uh, got into a space where we've, we've been announcing mm-hmm. a lot of things yet. Yes. Um, it's produced entirely by Ant, which was the case for all of my music until I started working with Jake One. I had a period where Ant and I weren't able to, we couldn't seem to figure out how to be in the same place at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a period where uh, I was working with Jake One. Also, I really love Jake One and his music. But so I'm back working with Ant again. He, Ant produced the entire album. Um, it, it really focuses on, like I said, the world of meaning. Um, this is an album that I made as I was searching for spirituality and searching for connection with beauty and truth. And so it's the kind of the soundtrack to my searching. So uh, we'll look forward to that sometime in 2017. And, of course, uh, you'll be performing a couple of those on stage as well for that uh, upcoming show. You are in Perth Saturday, March 4th, 2017. Tickets are available now through megatix.com.au. Uh, Brother Ali, this has been an absolute honour to talk to you today on Beats, Rhymes and Life. Honour and pleasure is mine. Thank you so much, brother. Dropping EDM, hip-hop, and a bunch of best beats programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. TuneOne.com.au. That's Tune, the number one, .com.au. Tune One, proud show sponsor.